Hello, this is Dr. Daniel Van Ingen with this week's parenting podcast on does social media cause anxiety? My answer is yes. I'm a clinical psychologist. I've traveled to over 100 cities and talked with thousands of clinicians who work with youth. I've talked with thousands of adolescents on this subject, and I've talked with thousands of parents on this subject. I've published a book titled Anxiety Disorders Made Simple, Treatment Approaches to Overcome Fear and Build Resiliency, and I train clinicians on treatment of anxiety disorders. My specialty in clinical psychology is anxiety. My book has been endorsed by physicians, psychiatrists, social workers, psychologists, and therapists alike. And more recently, I've published a new book titled You Are Your Child's Best Psychologist, Seven Keys to Excellence in Parenting. And the book takes the best of what psychology has to offer. It was just released, so pick up your copy at Amazon now. The book's been endorsed by Sarasota's best pediatrician two years in a row. It's been endorsed by a college basketball national coach of the year, a national champion. It's been endorsed by neuropsychologists, counseling psychologists, and professors. And I'm very grateful uh, for the endorsements we've received. Uh, it's been a very exciting month. Um, and this, this book captures the best of psychology research over the last 100 years and applies it to families. Uh, a medical director was recently visiting from New York, and he was outside my office showing my book to an official from the State Department. They were laughing and joking because they're seeing this book too late. <laughs> we should have had this book 18 years ago. I heard them saying through the door, that's the running joke among people I'm talking to whose kids are already out of the house. So this is a ton of great stuff in the book. So um, so the question, um, does social media cause anxiety? And based on my experience, my answer is yes. <laughs> but let's examine. Let me first say that there is no definitive empirical study to suggest that social media causes clinically significant anxiety disorders. Yes, yeah, social media correlates with mood disorders. For example, for every increased period of time on Facebook, there's a corresponding increase in depression. So let's just clarify. We're not talking about anxiety disorders, but we'll just call them anxiety problems. First, let's consider these general examples. As I take a drink of water, excuse me. So a family afford a restaurant. Everyone's on social media. Does that enhance their social skills when meeting new people? That's an important reflection question families can ask their children. My answer is no. They are more likely going to have difficulty communicating preferences to a waiter, talking in an interview when age 16 or 17 because jobs are being delayed because they're more likely to be in their homes, uh, in their uh, bedrooms, on their phones. And they're less likely to be comfortable with themselves when they're around others at a family reunion. As much fun as a family reunion is, does it accompany anxiety? Yes. Right, so what alleviates this anxiety? In recent years, in the last five to ten, in the last ten years, social media, smartphones, looking at photos, taking photos, looking at the phone rather than talking with family members you don't have anything in common with. So what happens? Avoidance. What increases anxiety? Avoidance. What do you do when you see a family member, cousin, someone you haven't seen in a while? Okay, first what you want to do is have an interest in them. Ask a question. Show interest. Um, you know, if you like them, you're going to be interested in their life and, and get to know what's going on. Um, but even engage in discussions about people, places, things. Um, but let's face it. Young people, they have low battery phobias. They're afraid of their phone <laughs> running low on battery or not even having their phone. 
posts are deleted if they don't get 100 likes. So what's going on? A kid's focus is on checking the frequency of posts, and they begin to place in their thoughts on whether they will get enough likes or not. The quiet thinking is centered on, will I get enough likes? How do I appear to others? And should I delete this post because of my public persona image? Teens are so afraid. They're worried about being humiliated or embarrassed. And there's a lot of cyberbullying that's going on that's increasing anxiety. Let's talk simply about obsessive compulsive patterns. Something obsessive increases anxiety. The thoughts you feed grow. The thoughts you starve pass away. When thoughts get redirected towards Snapchat or Instagram, it results in growth in our consciousness. We think about it more. When we get redirected, distracted, and place our thoughts on what we read, our own reflections when journaling about life, authentically connecting, playing, studying, and working, our engagement in real life results in less thinking and attention on social media. Too much time on Facebook leaves people unhappy. Right? But it also makes a person susceptible to developing an obsessive-compulsive pattern. When the pattern develops, a person's thinking dwells on things related to their social media. You know, of course, the compulsive behavior is the checking. So when a person is anxious about social media, their checking brings emotional relief. So what happens? Anxious about the post, check brings relief. Checking their account brings down the anxiety. Now, we've heard stories about the teen not wanting to go on the cruise because their social media wouldn't be available. Yes, it's bizarre. The children... In African countries, they still walk for miles carrying water in a bucket on their head. Yet here, kids avoid a cruise so they can check their app accounts. I mean, that is bizarre. So what are we talking about? What we're talking about is an obsessive-compulsive ritual. So checking brings relief. But without a check, teens experience uncontrollable anxiety. Some kids... I've seen even report panic attacks when they forget their phone. What else causes anxiety? Worry. What do social media users worry about? Well, they worry about appearance and persona. You know, that becomes a major worry. They worry about Snapchat streaks. One young man set it up when he was going on a trip to make sure a friend would keep his Snapchat streak alive. So they worry about backup plans and whether whether they're fail-safe. You know, that becomes the dominant focus. One young man was unable to engage fully uh, in the trip because he's constantly worrying about whether his friend Pete was actually going to remember his phone because Pete's so focused on his own Snapchat streak. Um, I, what else? Sleep problems. They cause worry. What causes a lack of sleep? Well, over the last five years where the majority, have had, majority of teens have had their own smartphones, the majority of these do not have limits. Up late in the night, much much like kids playing Fortnite this past year, teens are up until 1, 2 o'clock in the morning on their phones. All right, let's talk about the solutions. What are the solutions to all of this? Number one, parents need to be aware of the anxiety epidemic. Social media and smartphones are increasing anxiety. FOMO, fear of missing out. Kids' lives are never good enough. They are never in the right place. The never good enough mentality. Constant comparison and parents too. Adults are constantly comparing. Do I have a good enough pet, car, house? So we need to be aware of this anxiety epidemic and the problems 
the social media causes. Number two, parents need to have family discussions and talk about these issues at family dinners. Look at your kids and ask them direct questions. What do you think is unhealthy about excess phone usage? What do you think would happen to hypothetical Johnny who is up until 1 a.m. playing Fortnite or a teen up until 12, 31, 2 o'clock Snapchatting with strangers? You know, what do you think about that? Number three, parents need to set limits. I am surprised by how many parents I talk to who don't put limits on video games. And I, I was just talking to my own kids recently. You know, what do you do? What is a parent, what is a parent likely going to face? I asked them this question. They had, their responses were, were good. I said, what are, is a parent likely going to face when from age 9 through 11, their son could play unlimited video games for hours and hours? And now at age 12, they're going to incorporate limits. And, and you know, my kids just talked about the different kinds of behavior problems that they would see. Um, and so my daughter, she, she, she said, yeah, start early. So... <laughs> In the beginning, have limits. But limits on social media is similar. Simple things like phones get turned off at 8 p.m. or one hour before bed. No social media during dinner. Dinner time is family time. Parents need to make three places phone-free. Bedrooms, cars, and the dinner table. And parents need to teach checking breaks. So go without checking the phone. Breaks from checking makes anxiety go up temporarily, but then it goes down. And fourth... Parents need to emphasize authentic connecting and the richness of real relationships. So parents should have guests over and, and teach do hospitality. Teach kids to refrain from social media with guests. Teach mature and adult conversation skills and praise engagement. This is Dr. Daniel Van Ingen with this week's parenting podcast on Does Social Media Cause Anxiety?